Toy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, it's Trent here, and it is wonderful to have your company today for episode 262. This week on Toy Power, we take a look at all the latest news, and then we jump into a recap of the Adelaide Comic and Toy Fair 2022. Joining me today in the Toy Power studio, we've got Ben. G'day, g'day. And Frank. Hello, hello. And gentlemen, how are we doing? We're all pooped. From the <laughs> Toy Fair experience. <laughs> We're so pooped, in fact, we didn't yeah. release an episode yeah. last week. You're sounding much more confident on the mic than <laughs> back in, what was it, re- episode 11 episode that we released? Episode 11. Yeah. Well, yeah. There, yeah. Were, there were some comments about the Hollywood <laughs> Trent was just finding his feet. <laughs> it can, uh, the, the, and what did I send back? A bit of... Uh, Welcome to Hollywood, yeah. <laughs> so Robert Downey Jr. That's right. But look, I, look, I couldn't bring myself to listen to the episode. Really? I haven't, I haven't listened back. Oh, right, dude, you should. Because I, I, I remember editing that episode because yeah. it was like a clip show. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Of all the quizzes. Because yeah. I think we're, we're talking about it. Back in the day, we used to sit down, record episodes, and we had no real time constraints. We just mm. kind of record, record. We get to the end, we go, gee, we got a two-hour episode. <laughs> and we'll try to cram that or cut that into a one hour format yeah and in the early days the quiz ultimately got cut so we had these three quizzes and one day we decided look let's just chuck those quizzes together and do a a a cut clip clip episode including one from james e doc james e doc yeah that was uh pretty cool was he on the episode because i sure didn't hear yeah he was pretty quiet (laughs) yeah he he did he did um, this is uh (laughs) this is when we were in charge of the tech frank (laughs) (laughs) i was still considered a special guest at that stage yeah right wow he did uh reach out and say hey that was a good time and things like that and i didn't want to quite say hey we'll get you back on or anything but uh no he did remember it, and yeah, um, we did get a uh, you know a re- response from him uh, by plugging it. Uh, I think it's worth listening to though, yeah. Trent, yep. because yep. it just highlights how knowledgeable <laughs> and deep, and uh, you know th- the thought process that Darren went yes. into. It was a beautiful, yep. you know, s- um, snapshot in time. Darren was Darren from the get go. He never changed. Yeah, you know, he, right. He, he yep. was that thought process behind his uh, analogy of quizzes, questions and things and just wanted not only us but the listeners to learn to something learn. every time he yep. projected a question. And uh, it was, he, yeah, he's just a brilliant man. Yep. So. Yep. Oh, very good. All right, look, I'm hankering, hankering to talk toys with you gentlemen. Mm, so let's, let's get into our first segment. Three, two, one. Cue music. And so we are starting today's news segment with a look at my favourite Marvel Legends. There's an MCU movie on the horizon, so which means we start getting to see a first look at the figures. Uh, I believe this is Thor Love and Thunder we're talking about here. I believe it broke some sort of record as far as how the amount of time between the trailer and the actual release date, it's like the shortest ever. Right. People have been saying, where's this trailer? Where's this trailer? Normally they come out six months plus in advance. This is like, 
uh, under three or something like that. So people were like, where are they? Where are they? As soon as the trailer dropped, and I think these were even leaked a little bit earlier, to be fair, uh, we've gotten a look at wave one of what will be Thor Love and Thunder, which consists of King Valkyrie, uh, which is, if you know what happened in Endgame, that shouldn't be a surprise. We get Star-Lord. We get a first look at Gore, who is the uh, new bad guy played by Christian Bale, I believe. Uh, Ravager Thor, which we see in the trailer. Uh, Still Teenage Groot. And Mighty Thor, a.k.a. Jane Foster, a.k.a. Yeah. Natalie Portman. Uh, Build-A-Figure will be a new version of Korg. He's sort of upgraded his gear and stuff. Um, I think there's a second version of Thor in there as well who looks a bit more armoured up, no doubt, for the uh, the final fight scene. These are available for pre-order uh, everywhere, the usual places you get your Marvel Legends. Um, boys, what do we think? Very cool wave. I mean, it looks fantastic. Christian Bale, mm-hmm. he's a man or an actor that can do any physique, can't he? It's like the, the <laughs> gaunt machinist. The machinist yeah. to Batman. Then you've got uh, American yeah. Psycho and he's oh, looking as, you know. such a brilliant film. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, wasn't it Golden uh, Golden Boy of the Sun or something? Uh, way back when he was a kid, he played that. Oh, that, he was oh. in uh, The Golden Child. Was yeah. that right? No, no, Golden no, not Golden no? Child. It's... um. Uh, Reign of the Sun or something. He was only a kid, oh, only right. a boy. Right, eh? uh, very Bruce old. Willis film? No, no, no I, I, I know. Okay. Uh, Where's Davey when you need him? Yeah, exactly. He's, He's screaming, screaming into <laughs> his uh, iPod. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, look, they look they look good. Face real. Um, we've got a very nice looking Natalie Portman with the blonde locks. Yeah. Um, but I do like. I mean, for me, the pick of the bunch is that Thor in almost that very retro '80s kind of getup. He's got the that that smoldering Chris Hemsworth look back. The face is he? really good. He's got yeah. like a band T-shirt across his massive chest. Yep. He's got the red shirt. You know, he's he looks like he could be in like a you know the Warriors type yes. movie. Um, For me, yeah. it's got to be Korg. I cannot wait to yep. see what uh, Love and Thunder <laughs> does to Korg, and I hope he retains that you know uh, wacky accent and uh, yeah that charm that yep. he's that only Korg can bring. So. Yeah, is what we don't see in the trailer at all is Gore is Christian Bale's character that, not in true. the trailer at all. So I suspect yeah the first trailer paints it out as a bit of a Thor finding himself type movie. Yeah. You know, Sisterhood of the Traveling Space Pants, but um, uh, you don't see him at all. And so I suspect there will no doubt be more trailers as we get closer. So what did you yeah. think while we're talking trailer? What were your thoughts of it? It's very Taika Waititi, it is. isn't it? Like it is. it's got a, yeah. it's got a very. I mean, I really notice it this time. Mm. In the humor comes across very strongly in terms of it's a Taika quirkiness yep. to it, um, and it has that vibe imprinted on it, which I think is is nice. I mean, it's you want to see the director and the creator's vision kind of come come through. In my opinion, you don't, yeah. you don't want these to all be cookie cutter Marvel in their yep. feel. So I think that's quite nice, but it. it it looked like a lot of fun. Yeah, and look, this this film probably wouldn't have ever happened unless Taika did what he did with uh, Thor Ragnarok. Uh, Ragnarok. Yep. Because by that stage, the, the, the story goes that uh, Chris Hemsworth was a bit bored with the, the character. He's like, I don't know, I'm not feeling it. He's just this guy who talks like a Shakespearean actor. And Taika's like, let me tell you my vision. And Chris Hemsworth from that point was on board. And he's like, yep, I'll go around again as long as Taika's in charge. Yeah, and and nice. here we are, so... 
Yeah, looking uh, looking forward to this. Yeah, definitely. All right, so next up we have The Bride of Frankenstein, not from the regular Monsters series, but from Ninja Turtles. We've got a bit of a crossover mm. here, boys. So NECA has released a fun stop-motion video for their upcoming April O'Neil as The Bride of Frankenstein. This is an ultimate figure in the 7-inch scale. So the uh, figure is part of the Universal Monsters Cross Ninja Turtles uh, series. The figure is unlike previous reveals, though. It looks to be the cr- crossover from the Ninja Turtles movie line, yes. right? It what? has, it yeah. is. Yep. So as the Bride of Frankenstein features the likeness of April O'Neil actress <laughs> Judith Hogue. The figure looks to include a microphone, scepter, uh, rats, interchangeable portraits, swap-out hands, and a purse and a sigh. So the this whole reel starts off with Judith Hogue doing a bit of a, um, you know, a... a presentation a news pr- presentation mm. and then it sort of you know squibbles out and things oh no and then <laughs> she turns into the uh, bride of frankenstein and then bang <laughs> that's the reveal and uh, uh-huh. show a bit of a stop motion like they've been doing with their gargoyles yes, and stuff yeah, yeah. Uh, it's actually really cool uh, worth a watch and um and yeah the fact that i don't think anyone envisioned that it would be a face real likeness for uh, you know the bride of frankenstein um, i don't know about you boys but that blew me away and um, I found that quite interesting. Well, it makes sense. They, Judith is obviously on board. She did a lot of promo stuff for NECA leading up yep. to the release of her own figure from the movie. So, look, she's obviously got a working relationship with these guys. And, you know, why not? Why Why would you not take the most recognisable, arguably fan-favourite April O'Neil, cross it over with, uh, you know, Universal Monsters? There's already been an April figure that was the Bride of Frankenstein. Why go? Why try and reinvent the wheel with a you know toyetic type face when you can use April's actual face? Yeah, makes yep. perfect sense. And no, if perfect. if Super Seven ever get to the Universal Monsters, it'll be that much d- different. Yeah. It'll be another leap, you know, difference uh, between the two. So yeah, it's kind of cool. That rat is it comes with a rat. Yes, doesn't correct. It? A couple is, of them, I think. Is yeah. it one have like a bite taken out of? Yeah, it's like a zombie probably. rat. Zombie yeah. rat. Yeah. Well, I think that's what they eat because right. uh, you know they've. Yeah, certainly not going to be able to go down to the local tavern and no. order a beverage or anything. <laughs> so they have to, yeah, do what they, they have to do. They could order a beverage and I'll probably get it for that's free. Right, yeah. that's right. <laughs> rat surprise. What's inside and, the and rat? And the sire looks like the same one that Raphael yeah. well, comes because, with. And that's a throwback to the movie. To the movie, because, yeah, uh, he, he lost yeah. a sigh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I took out of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you're so right. I think that's cool. Very, very, cool. very good. All right, now moving on to Mezco 112th Collective. And this is very interesting what's happening here with their new Doctor Doom figure. Four Horsemen. Good old oh, H. Eric Mace from the Four Horsemen Studios is there to assist with the creation of this toy. So in terms of probably assisting with the sculpt. I think that's that's fantastic. Oh, 100%. Four Horsemen, you talk yeah. of crossovers. Woo, yeah. Mezco and Four Horsemen, far out. It's, what are we what are you up for? It's like, brilliant. I I love this actually. I love diving through, you know, particularly in terms of historic figures and seeing what happened internally. Like I was blown away to understand that Playmates, you know, pretty much outsourced all their sculpting to Varna Studios. Yep. Mm. So you go, really? I mean, the look and aesthetic is I always sort of thought of it as Playmates, yeah. but it's really Varna. Varna mm. Studios is behind this. And it's fascinating when you peel back the curtain and go, look, who are actually creating and sculpting these toys? So that's fantastic. There's a great collaboration going on. But this Doctor Doom figure, shout out to Scotty, because I think he will be very, very excited by this. It is really the ultimate Doom, right? Yeah. This, you know, I mean, we're talking 
six heads all up, right? So the, <laughs> the, the head he comes with and five other interchangeable heads. And they're all, there's a few different sort of face sculpts, a few different looks. Is there a Julian McMahon in there? There isn't. No, no, come on. no Julian McMahon <laughs> face sculpt. The, the, the unmasked head is very stylized. I don't recognize it as being one particular look, but it, it may be. Scotty can probably correct me, but the, the face sculpts, there's a few different ones in the masked head, mm. a few different looks there. It looks like a Kirby look as well. So that is very, very cool. Um, all the accessories, it's incredible what he comes with, like lightning effects, different belts, gun holsters, books, um, magic effects. It's just incredible. Pistol, blast effects, all that sort of thing. 155 USD, which... I mean, it's it's an expensive figure, but with yeah. with all that he comes with, and the amount of alternate heads and the quality and the, the cape and the the soft goods, to me that is that's good good yeah. price. Like good I think he'd be doing well. Yeah. Um, due to ship in around February April two thousand twenty three, so a little way off. Just start counting the sleeps, Scott. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, this is a cracker of yeah. a figure. The only question is, Scott, are you going to stop at two? You know, one in the box and, and one <laughs> yeah. to play with. You could buy six, couldn't you? Yeah, Just well, there's, they're, they're Doom bots, right? I suspect <laughs> yeah, that's, that's right. one of those those alternate faces is is all the Doom bots. You've got to have an army of what? Half a dozen Doom bots behind him, Scotty? Yeah, Come on, to. get you on You have it. to. You've got to do it. <laughs> Eric is known to uh, collect... Uh, all the Mezco 112. That is, is that his, right? That is oh. his maybe it's a line. passion project. That's right. That he yeah. wanted to be involved. I'm in. sure. I mean, was. how good is that? If you're collecting a line, you're creating you're, a line. Yeah, and your then chance. You're, yeah, and then, oh. and then someone someone else that creates a line reaches out to you and says, "Hey, can you help us out?" Of course, you're gonna you oh, know, dip your hand in and say, "Yeah, hell yeah!" Fantastic. So, yeah, very. Cool. Where are you dipping your hand next? Oh, mate, mate. <laughs> I am all in on this. Uh, finally, Shredder from The Secret of the Use. We finally have him in his purple robe, his sort of uh, buzzsaw yes. uh, yeah. helmet and things like that. He comes with a massive dandelion, comes with the ooze and all that sort of stuff, which is uh, pretty regular. Comes with a sword. No other previous release from the yeah. movie has come with the sword, so that's really cool. So NECA had finally released new images for the upcoming Secret of the U Shredder. Not much information is available yet, but it is rumoured to be a damn Walmart exclusive. Oh, wow. So that that is very frustrating because I missed my very two-day window of opportunity to pre-order it through one of the local Australian um, retailers. I undenied, reached out to a few people saying, is this, you know, are these guys uh, trustworthy and things? And then by the time I turned back to yep i'm gonna I, i'm gonna uh, order it they were gone so now i have to wait until he's released and then probably you know buy him on ebay and spend <laughs> more than uh regular because no one else is going to get him i don't think so no being a walmart exclusive yeah. he will yep. be tricky to get oh, yep. come on we know enough people in the u.s to say dear, dear international listeners Scour your local Walmarts yeah. and help out the shredder. Yeah, get the yeah. shredder. Yeah. Uh, definitely, because I I really like this one. I do like the co- different alternate color scheme and yeah. things. So the purple stands uh, out. It's not definitely. too. I think. I mean, it would obviously be a largely reused sculpt. Yeah, I'm also 100%. looking forward to the yeah. head because yep. in this one that it's a lot more obvious the shredder's sort of mutilated face from going in the trash compactor and stuff. Um, the dandelion is what does it for yeah. me because yeah. it's actually quite a pivotal part of the movie. Oh, it's they, very memorable, isn't oh, it? Like, like if, if I was to get this, dead set, he's holding the dandelion on the shelf. Oh, that's, that's, and most yeah. people will go, yep. what? Why? Anyone who knows the movie will go, yep. yes, yeah. well done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, and I, I uh, envision to, 
uh, have him with the sword and the dandelion. So, and I like how he's got that big sigh. Uh, sorry, the um, what do you call it? The halibred uh, staff type thing, because that's very sh- um, you know, super shredder esque. Yeah. Uh, you know that that comes with it. I think that's kind of cool. So, yeah. So more turtles now, and this is another one that's probably got Ben's name written all over it. We're talking Super Seven, we're talking Ultimates, and we are talking turtles. And also, Ben, glow in the dark. Glow in the <laughs> Look dark. Look at that. <laughs> We've oh, got the wow. uh, the foot soldier from Wave One has been redone to be glow in the dark. And if you imagine the the classic foot soldier, it's pretty much everything that's that sort of dull grey color, yep. which is his chest and his arms and 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 that. And all the accessories in what appears to be sort of pale blue glow in the dark. It looks pretty um, glow in the dark eyes as well. That yes. just sort of like taps it off for me. Um, amazing, Ben. How many of these are you ordering? Oh man, I need to be careful. Like, <laughs> I, I, That's I, not what I asked. I think I'll pass because I don't really have any other characters uh, from the. I you don't got the I'm shredder, not, didn't you? I do. I do have the shredder. Shredder so, needs a foot soldier. Uh, <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Well, yeah, and he's an army builder, so yeah. yeah. I'm. Uh, this is a maybe. This is a maybe for me. I'm not sure. I don't know how widely released this will be, whether I can you yeah, know, order it through Australian question. retailers or if I think, it's Super 7 I think only the other glow-in-the-dark ones have been available from like your Entertainment Earths and Amazon right. and yep. those sorts of places. So I think if, if, you're, if you're really keen, you yeah. should be able to find him. Yeah. You keen on this one as an all-in <sighs> Yeah, collector? see, I, I've, I've skipped on the other uh, glow-in-the-dark yep. ones. I mean, to be honest, they – what was it? Baxter and Mutagen, Mutagen Man. Mutagen yeah. Man. They make a lot. Uh, they make a lot more sense than this, as yes, far as glow yep. in the dark. Um, but that that blue is just striking compared to the green you normally associate with glow in the dark. That blue is, um, yeah, I'm tempted. I'll say yeah. that. Yeah, no, very it's cool. very cool. Another tease from Super Seven with the hashtag coming soon is a hand holding a sword, and it is quite clearly Mumra, right? Mm. And we're talking the... We know we've just had a release of the Mumra in his powered-up form. This is that same figure, but done in the LJN colour scheme. So like Mm. the original toys, as opposed to what we saw with the first release, which is based on the cartoon colour scheme. So he's got that very green-coloured hand, and his sword hilt is red, and the sword... Blade is that black color. Look, this is super, super exciting because for me, I mean, those LJN toys are a critical part or a critical look for the Thundercats line, in my opinion. And look, if, if you're going to tell me you can only ever have one of these, yeah. well, I mean, the the cartoon is the look, right? Mm. They're doing it in that style yeah, and the look. Line, yeah. But this is equally such a critical toy version, right? So, so. I think you know, this is, you're going to be hard-pressed to go past this if you are an LJN fan or a fan of those original toys. Begs the question, who else they might do yeah, this treatment exactly. to? You could, you could, I mean, like... You have to do liner. You'd have to do liner. And yep. again, like, his colour scheme is quite different. Yep. But it's that, to me, there was a discussion on the um, uh, podcast that I listened to, um, Toy Anxiety. Yep. So those yep. guys, right? Yep. And they're having this discussion about vintage versus modern toys. And there was sort of this part where like a lot of them were kind of going, I'm, I'm drawn to vintage. I'm drawn to vintage because, you know, there's something very special about getting a really accurate figure, like a figure that really looks like the source material. 
But there's something so nostalgic or so special about the time when they didn't quite get it right or they didn't really learn. The real Ghostbusters doesn't really quite look like it. And they use these wacky colours or this stylization that is just so unique and not done before, not done again. And to me, this colour scheme brings that to the table. This, This look that, okay, it's not what the cartoon looked like. But it's a beautiful choice of colours and vibrant toyetic mm. colours. So there's something to me very special about this sort of treatment that I'm so glad Super Seven are you know touching on and getting us Realize, some releases yeah. on. Yep. it's yep. interesting because some of their there are like the GI Joe line in particular. They've gone full cartoon accuracy, yes. the whole Sumbo thing. Uh, whereas the other line, you know, that they, they've picked a certain style. Like in Turtles, they've gone with the toys. GI Joe is the uh, it's the, the show. Yep. Thundercats, because they already had that sort of first attempt by Mattel at doing them, they sort of might have felt a little bit locked into that style. Well, they did. They probably went more to yeah. the cartoon look. Yeah, right? yeah. So this is this yeah. is interesting. And you go, well, how many, you know, we've just said about the Turtles, they do these glow-in-the-dark sort of one-offs or variants. I feel like you're going to get a cut, at least two or three more of this. Here's the toy accurate version because yep. it's largely the same mold, maybe a you know, different head to sort of mirror the toy, paint it up, and away you go. Yeah. Like it's it's an interesting it's a, choice. It's a huge cost saving for the uh, company as well. Re yeah. re turning on the machine and yep. churning out the same character because Mumra they're not going to get that mold done for any other character. He's nah, so yeah. big and unique. My only gripe is they should have released this maybe in three months' time. After it's very one, close, isn't one, it? Yeah. Well, yeah. because we ju- like me personally, and I know we were just talking about this with you as well, Trent. We are both still waiting, waiting. for our physical Mumras to arrive yep. in hand. So I think this tease of another Mumra coming out is a bit like, hey, can you at least can we wait get the till, first one? Yeah, can you at least <laughs> wait till the um, people around the world have their first one first? You know, that they re- that you know was released in series two and they're already talking about series four or something. It's just a bit, you know, like, yeah, just, just choose your timelines a bit better. Yep. That's, that's my only, you know, two cents. So, mm. all right, next up we have the 40th anniversary He-Man. So I think we've talked about this on a previous show, but uh, we've now got pre-orders have begun to go live for the masters of the universe, Masterverse 40th anniversary He-Man. Gee, I feel old. I know. <laughs> wow, I know. 40 years. This guy is in the seven-inch uh, figure scale, paying homage to the original He-Man action figure. Uh, the new figure will feature a retro-inspired head sculpt and 30 points of articulation. Old mate He-Man will include interchangeable hands, a power sword, an axe, his, and his obviously his shield as well. He is rumoured to be priced at $22, between $22 and $24, wow. which I think is absolutely so affordable, uh, depending on the retailer, and it is scheduled for release in the third quarter of this year. So my only thing with this He-Man, beautiful rock burst packaging with the window. Yep. Hasbro, you need to look at this and learn something. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not all cardboard. I mean, yeah. <laughs> We'll talk about that later. But um, I just love this. This is a perfect mint-on-card uh, person's dream if they you know if this is going to be their only release i'm concerned if uh shredder uh, sorry skeletor is going to be uh, released or not but the, if you look really closely and zoom in on this picture the head isn't quite the same tone skin tone color as the body it's a bit lighter oh, no. yeah, yeah yeah it's quite noticeable um i don't know what they've done there if they've tried 
you know, one house is trying to get the head sculpt right and the other house is getting the multiverse, uh, masterverse or whatever, right. um, you know, body right. And then they've, you know, come to the party together, put the head on and be like, oh, no. Yeah. Skin, <laughs> the skin tone's not so correct. It is the masterverse body, yeah? I believe, yeah, yeah. But that's what they're advertising because right. that's where um, the buck comes from. Yes. And then yeah. the, um, the head and the weapons are all vintage inspired plus the harness. Uh, look, it looks fantastic. Don't get me wrong; it'll be really cool sitting on your shelf and things. I'm just noticed that these they need to fix that color tone. Whether that's a prototype or not, mm. you know, these things can be. You know, line, um, that's right. But uh, yeah, yeah. My, my only other criticism, and again, it's minor, is there's a fairly heavy paint wash yes. on this. Yep, a fairly dark brown that look for parts of it really accentuates kind of the abs. In other parts, it just maybe looks a bit too dark for my liking, maybe particularly in the legs where the, that muscle, I don't know, drawing it out doesn't look quite right to me. But look, they've. I think the head sculpt is quite nice. It yeah. captures that vintage look while still updating it because if you just slap a vintage head yeah. on this, it'll look a bit odd. Yep. Um, so they've kind of given him that bit more realistic look whilst you know keeping the... What makes the vintage head the vintage head? Mm. And even with the, the axe, like the, there's extra detailing and paint they could have done on that, but they haven't because yep. that's what the toy yep. was. Um, I really like the sword style as well. These, you know, you go, oh, a sword's a sword. I'm like, well, in Masters, there's about 15 yeah. different ways to mold that, you know, power sword. And I think it's a nice sort of uh, appropriate size, you know, for it sort of blends. I wouldn't call it toyetic, but I wouldn't call it filmation either. Like yep. it's it's that nice sort of in between. And look, we've even had people on our Discord, Matt Teal, who's uh, by his own confession not a masters guy, but he's like, you want an iconic version of He Man on mm -hmm. your shelf? That's the one. Oh, like, and and he clearly certainly. comes with a couple of different alternate hands, which yep. is kind of uncommon for old mate He Man. So that's a welcomed uh, difference. A welcome Karate change. chop hand. Well, you know, you never know. Jitsu might be just around the corner. <laughs> so. Powered down jitsu, you yeah, know. Yeah, powered yeah. down jitsu. I chop you, no. Yeah. <laughs> Still on Masters Universe, this is a bit of a, a leak from uh, Mega Constructs. We believe this image has sort of been uh, found on their website. It, it has no official announcements, but it looks like we are getting a Snake Mountain uh, in the Mega Constructs style. Now, Again, it's a bit of a, a not great image. We, we suspect it might even be prototype in its colouring and stuff. Um, well, I hope so. <laughs> it's very grey. going for shit look. <laughs> <laughs> it's very grey yeah. and uh, it's, yeah, I'm, the scale is going to be obviously to the Mega Construction yeah. figures, I'm guessing. So despite what looks like a whole lot of pieces, I don't imagine it's, like it's going to be, in scale with the uh, the grey scale. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it probably stands a bit taller, taller where yeah. the snake is. Um, probably, I, I think your classics is a pretty good litmus test for the the size yep. comparison for the two. But look, it, it does look like a fair few pieces, but it's probably not as deep. Maybe yeah. as, it looks, know, it looks very long. Like it's, if you imagine like a Snake Mountain opened out, it looks like yeah. it's got the the lava sort of pit in the middle there. Yep. Um, I think it'll be yeah. very basic on the other side, so yes. don't get your hopes up at all. And I think this is going to be rather expensive, given yeah. it is a you know well, grayscale was expensive. It was it? it it was extremely expensive for us Australians to get over, yeah. uh, and uh, it was quite expensive for US um, people. But like, I, just imagine the size of this damn box. Like, yeah. it's going to be pretty large, and so heavy. Yeah, and and the amount of pieces, those pieces. 
each are going to cost uh, you know a little bit i'm very curious to see uh, how they're going to offer it and what sort of limited edition figures will come in it you mm-hmm. know surely they've yep. got to have some you know some ch- real cherries to entice yep. the uh, fans out there to buy this over you know just happy happy with their regular collection so i'm calling um, it now red beast man yep oh, okay yeah, well, I, that makes sense you know, my guess think we've had him have we? in mega constructs in mega constructs Ooh, yeah, they have okay. they are quite deep i was going to say scare glow and things but they were that was Don't like know. wave 1 or like something. a laser power skeleton could be Ooh, that would be cool that would Terracles. be very cool cuz yeah. mega constructs could do uh, Light, lights and things yep. i reckon so yeah. they're uh, quite different to lego so they they break the boundaries so yep. look uh, you know watch this space type thing i reckon mm. Mm. wait for an official announcement and see what happens yep all right. I remember in my management training, we were always told that feedback is a gift. When you get feedback, say thank you. Thank yeah. you for the gift. And I think uh, Ramen Toys have taken that gift on. And <laughs> when they got cr- criticized very strongly for doing the toy colorings very shortly, shortly after, after releasing release. their first color scheme. not The same mistake is not being made again with Cyborg Antagonist Hacker. They're... they're, they're Straight off the bat, yeah. here are both colour variations. This is which the I 80s think, Commander stuff we're talking it's about. It's the 80s Commander. Yeah. We're talking 80s Commander. We're talking really, let's say, Centurions. Yes. Yeah. Done by Ramen Toys, which they're, they've done the Centurions. They've done all three. The next figure that they were working on was this, what they're calling Antagonist Cyborg, which is really the hacker. He's the grunt. He's the, the blue bad guy that splits down the middle yep. into two different robots. He is getting very close to the uh, the final stages. We've got painted prototypes in hand. Two versions. Choose your color scheme. You get what they're calling original version as well as 80s version. Um, the original version, so he'll pretty much go in with your original collection, that more realistic. He'll have black wash muted, on him. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. wash. Muted yeah. tones, yeah. And then the 80s version is really the 80s color scheme, that really vibrant cobalt blue color so very very exciting i know matt teal he's giving us all the updates oh, we you don't can't we don't, escape we don't miss a single post no, from ramen because no. he copies and pastes it into the discord it's but great I, you know, I, it I, is exciting it is, oh, i'm not it? knocking it i think it's great and and it's yeah. awesome to see a, a company that's not afraid to tell give you give the fans an up by step by step update on where they're at yep. you know yeah. hey and, and is showing how the functions work on some of the characters yeah. Uh, what's that robot guy that has the missile in his chest? Oh, there's the terror. No, not the terror drone. The the one that they never. Oh, it was pretty rare. The season, yeah. series two. Anyway, one. that that yeah. terror drone looking character, um, showing it spinning around and yep. things like that. Uh, Apache Commander. They've got uh, yeah. you know, how how that machine works and how the gears and things work. It's all the and progress. It's, it's behind fantastic. the scene. It's pulling yes. the curtain back. It's yeah. just like, like in a car. Yeah, you know, yeah. I just I'm in my car. I've just picked this up from the factory. Here it is. You know, it's that, not yep, glorified. It's not Photoshop. Photoshop, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Just here it is. Here's the next update, and I love that. And and I also love the seeing the tubs of like you see four tubs <laughs> yes. of in a photo, Arms or and something. it'll just be uh, four tubs full to the brim yep. of. Mm. The blue uh, hacker's arm. Yeah, you know, yeah just, that's just, right. Just arms. Ha- hacker's arms. Lined all all done. You know, these are three tubs are painted and one tub's yet to be painted or something. Yeah. Just, a, you know, the factory going through their steps. And I just love that sort of thing because you get a bit of an, a sight of how many are being made and things. You know, no one's ever going to be able to count them all and things. It's yeah. too hard. You don't know the depth of those tubs and things. But it gives you a really cool insight of, uh, you know, the uh, what's being made. I love it. Yeah. So to clarify, this. 
by announcing both, you can order like both at the same time? Or I believe one or the so. Other? Yeah. yeah, both, okay. one or the other. Yep. Uh, Ramen Toy is very well known for doing a early bird discount and mm-hmm. some significant discounts at that. So, yeah, I look, very exciting. He doesn't use the connectors to join. It's all magnets to join the Ooh, torso together. Okay. So I saw some, you know, and it just looks so satisfying as he kind of clicked Click. together with magnets. <laughs> really nicely done. So, yeah, if you're, a, if you're a Centurions fan, jump on board for your antagonist cyborg figure. All right, moving on to G.I. Joe Classified. They've announced a, a fair bit of stuff uh, in the last couple of weeks. This is what they're calling Wave 10 with a number of Target slash Hasbro Pulse exclusives. We've got six figures uh, that will be coming soon, half of which are three are Target exclusives, and uh, they are the Tiger Force versions and some Python Patrol themes, and you've got three mainline characters that are a bit easier to get your hands on. We've got Dreadnought, Zarana, Crimson Guard, and Dusty as the regular characters you should be able to pick up, and the exclusives from Hasbro slash... Hasbro Pulse, sorry, slash Target, uh, Tiger Force Bazooka, Tiger Force Recondo, and Python Patrol Officer. And I've got to say that Python Patrol Officer is really doing it for me. Yeah, like, you like that? Yeah. Oh, it's just yeah. glorious. I, I've always been a Crimson Guard uh, fan. Yeah, I like the cool. red yep. uh, outfit, the sort of Destro yeah, look. It's really cool. I mean, like the... who. The one in the, the football player, I, I don't Bazooka? understand. Bazooka. I don't understand. Yeah. Well, that's, like, yeah. that was the Tiger Force for you. That's yep. what they, that's it's, what they were up to yeah. in those days. Yeah. So you that, know, that, so the army's got... just recruiting quarterbacks now. Like I don't, I don't understand that. Well, they had the fridge, didn't they? <laughs> fridge. Didn't He's not the there? fridge though. I know. The fridge is the exception. Fridge needs to hang out with someone. He's got to talk shop. <laughs> he needs a sport that, buddy. That, he, but he's got to wear the tiger pants. He's he's the evolution of Flash Gordon. So I just yeah. <laughs> Look at that, Rakondo. I like this. I mean, these sculpts, they went back to the 80s, didn't yeah. they? Really, I mean, to I mean, sculpt these well, heads? Give, I, us a, again, give us Tom Selleck. Yeah. And let's. Uh, There's a let's lot work of upper that. lip facial hair it's going fantastic, on. It's fantastic. Again, it? the fans are starting to have their way. Yep. And the if Hasbro, if they're going to continue this line, they have to contort to the fans' demands. And yeah. they're, they're not going to get away with putting, you know, uh, the Crimson Garden all gold outfit, no. you know? Like. <laughs> Um, but it's the right level. It's yeah. to me that Crimson Guard. If we take him and have a look, he's pretty much red black with the silver details. Right? Yep, yep. They haven't gone nuts. Remember yeah. Wave One where they went yep. a little bit. Let's give you know all these paint yeah. apps and paint embellishments and, and change it yeah. up a bit and mix yep. it up. Um, this is very. I mean, that almost looks like the original figure, just sort of blown up a bit bigger. Mm. And the Zarana. I mean, to me, that is just screaming the eighties Zarana. Yep. Like that. Yep. That is fantastic. Brother of Zatanna. Yes, well. is yeah, that Zatanna? Yeah. What's Zata- his name? Z- Zatan, Zatan, Zatan. Yeah, Zatan? yeah, because they're, they're the Australian um, bikies, the gang. Dreadnoughts. Yep, the Dreadnoughts. Yep, yep. Very That's, cool. Yeah. So and there's another one, Zarana or someone. There's yeah, there's, there's quite of them. There's yeah. quite a few of them. They're all, um, uh, all hanging out, all sporting the. Their, their parents the didn't hair. have a lot of imagination, no. did they? They're going with the Z theme, so let's do that. <laughs> but look, look at that. The pink, the pink. You know, that's fantastic. Yep. Her yep. top. And good old Dusty gets a gets a figure that's uh, pretty cool there. So look, I'm I'm excited by that. Mm. There's more Joes as well, and Sergeant Slaughter. This is the big news. Yeah, the that Slaughter. Is cool. I love the fact that the, the Sergeant Slaughter, the you know, the actor, the wrestler. He's just happy to market himself wherever. Oh, like, he's just you? like, oh, 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 live just, off it. There's just... a lineup of trucks waiting to give him cash yeah. for his licensee uh, at his house. What yeah. was it that other? 
uh, action force. Action force. Yeah. He was there going action, <laughs> yeah. and then he's just yeah. like. Without a second thought, Joes want me. I'm back. I'm Hasbro. Yeah, well, Action Force <laughs> signed up with um, a Sergeant Slaughter for two figures, and they yep. got two figures yeah. out of uh, him. Yeah. Well, that's and it. then uh, right. after that, it was Hasbro's turn to uh, you know realize and oh no, we need to uh, get you know old mate back onto our terms. So <laughs> yeah, this time he's got a removable hat. It comes with his whistle. This guy's the drill sergeant. He trains the Joes, so that's why they're so badass. We've got Snake Eyes with Timber, and he's got a new paint deco. Duke with his Ram Cycle in his Tiger Force outfit, so he's sporting those Tiger print pants, so watch out, ladies. Blue Ninja 2-pack Troop Builder with the Oni mask, and that's looking like a more ninja-style mask. We're getting uh, Zartan in his Sunbow colors deco. And Storm Shadow with new hands and and new wrist wrap and a new hat. So that's fantastic. They're looking great. I think, are these at the digital render stage? Yeah, they they are. Digital renders there. But look, exciting times for Joes. I've let you into a little secret. I have started a vintage Joe collection. Oh, wow. So it's one. I mean, I've dabbled in Joes in the past. I've got a few of the classified. I've I've got the Super 7 Sunbow figures on pre-order. But I've always wanted to go vintage. And well, uh, once you got the figures, you know what you got to do. I uh, know. You got to no. get the vehicles yeah. to match. Oh, he's buddy. got a sky strike. Yeah, That's I, right. I, I, well, That's I do right. have that. Look, let, uh, it's funny you say that because <laughs> during the week, when I when I got this, I got a lot of twenty six vintage figures with file cards. No, no real accessories. They'd all been lost. But the figures were in mint condition. They were really well looked after from a mate of mine. It's his childhood collection. He'd cut out the file cards oh, immaculately. Wow. He had a few. He had the Sergeant Slaughter, which was a, I think away? it was done as a mail away, and yeah. he also came in with a vehicle. Mm-hmm. And I think the version I've got was his vehicle version because you could see the the back of the card file card he'd cut out was the cardboard box yep. from the box, but he also had a hooded Cobra Commander that was, you could tell that was the mail away because oh, of the way nice. the uh, the card oh, back wow. was done, like the file card was done. Yep. Anyway, we were we were chatting, and you know he's like, "Man, man, you know this is almost a four hundred figure line, right?" And I yep. said, "Yeah, but the figures, this is a line where you know they don't take up a lot of space." <laughs> and he just Colin just sent back this laughing emoji, going, "You do realize there's a seven foot aircraft character in this line, right? You're talking about it not taking up a lot of space." And I said, "Just the figures, man, just the figures." <laughs> but I tell you what, this if I had room, the vehicles are sensational yeah, in this yeah. line, and that is, I mean. I've always, not that I'm critical of the three and three quarter inch scale, but I guess I had more affinity as a as a child to the bigger figures. Mm. Like I loved my Star Wars and I had a few Joes and I had a few Voltron figures and figures of that scale. But I guess like He-Man was where it was at, that that mm. bulky, chunky um, physique. But the, I tell you what, the be- and the, they are very nice figures for three and three quarter or, f- or four inch or whatever the Joes are, three and three quarter. They're nicely articulated. They're nicely, they're quality figures that are really nicely sculpted. Like I was looking at a couple of the, the face sculpts today. And for that size, they had like, um, they had uh, Chuckles. Chuckles, who was yep. like a Miami yep. Vice kind of undercover agent. And you can see he's sort of got the, the sunburnt wrinkles and stuff sculpted in the face. I'm like, that's there's a lot of character in these sculpts. But the beauty of a three and three quarter inch figure is you can do like the sky striker. You can do the flag. You're doing you're working at a scale where you can put out some massive scale vehicles. And that is, I think, the beauty of what takes this line 
into kind of toy history yeah. as one of the great lines of all time. So it's 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 fantastic to see Joe lining it up with the classified stuff with what fans are after and, and really hitting that nostalgia sweet spot. I look For forward sure. to recording our next episode from the empty box of the flag that you purchased. <laughs> <laughs> well, the flag has a mic in it, so we can uh, we can sit on it and uh, record from inside it. Almost, we'll put it in the pool. <laughs> yeah, and just, yeah, uh, yeah. Around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, full on. So next up, we have the action figure adventure season two, the Kickstarter by Rob and Jay. Kickstarter has launched, and they and uh, congratulations, guys! They have already exceeded. Oh. Their kick, first Kickstarter goal, so it is all green lit from now on. I think they hit it within three days of mm-hmm. their um, launch process, so it is all green light. It is going ahead, and now they're—I think—they're you know turning around and thinking, "Oh no, we need to make extra stretch goals and things <laughs> like that." What but, a what a problem to have! Oh, that's mate. right. Yeah. That's, that's every man's uh, Kickstarter, um, you know, request wish that 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 this sort of problem happens. Uh, there's some fantastic options on there for anyone who wants to jump in. You can get everything from a regular digital copy to a um, proper, you know, hard copy, DVD or Blu-ray. And then you can go all the way up to a $1,000 um, reward Ooh. where you can actually go on a toy hunt trip oh, with Jay what? and Rob. There are only... bucks. I'm, I'm going to Canada. Yeah. I'll tell you what. <laughs> you my, can book my airfares. I'm yeah. coming. Fly I'm your coming Sky down. Striker home. <laughs> yeah, you know? That's right. <laughs> yeah, I'll, um, I'll swing past Colin and yeah, yeah, pick that yeah. one up. So, uh, yeah. So, look, there's uh, lots of options in there. And I think this guy is going to be a hoot. And a little bit of a um, peek behind the curtain. We may or may not have Rob on next episode. Well, we I don't know. So, who yeah, can, do who we? can say? We so tune in next week uh, to find out uh, if that went through or not. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to chatting with Rob about season two and all the other projects he's got on. He's a busy man. He does a lot of work, a lot of good work in the toy space. I'm looking at their – they do a little promo teaser or you know Maybe cover two. art, right, for the season two, and it's Jay and Rob – poking their heads out of the sewer very much, a.k.a. Ninja Turtles. But I like the figures they've got. Like they're each holding a couple of figures. So Jay has, that looks Luke like Skywalker. Return of the Jedi, yep. Jedi yep. Knight, Luke Skywalker, which he loves, right? That's yep. his probably That's his, his line, go-to yeah. figure from that line. 100%. He's got the, uh, Black got the pistol. Black Star. Oh, yeah. He's got, yeah, yeah, I'm just trying to work. He's yeah. got the green lightsaber, yep. but that figure does come with a pistol yep. that you always lose. And he's got Black Star. Yep. Yeah. A, it's an interesting it's a great one. Pool, isn't it? Yeah, and Rob's sporting, looks like Faker, yep. soft, soft head or hard head, who Maybe. knows? <laughs> and a Slash, complete with a dagger and mace. Yep. So there you go. Look, some great, great teasers to the... The sorts of things we're going to be seeing on this, and we hope to, you know, peek behind the curtain, get some, get some goss on mm. the season. Um, everyone's in. Everyone uh, jumping yep, yep, in. I've, I've, uh, uh, yeah, pledge. So yeah, yeah keen as very keen. Mm, should be awesome. Right, and we do have some more Kickstarter news. This is fantastic. We were talking about Joe's. We've got the volume eight of the GI Joe Real American Hero. Looking for a great G.I. Joe guide? Well, look no further than this Kickstarter project, Creating G.I. Joe Real American Hero Volume 8. So this is an official license from Hasbro, the release of this new book series, Volume 8, the eighth book in this series. Um, It's an 80-page, 9-by-10-inch library of designs and stories all the way from the conception of the Real American Hero line in 82 all the way through to 1994 and get this we're talking 
unproduced concepts Ooh, contained wow. within this. It's, it's what we all want to see, yeah, right? Definitely. We all want to yep. go deep and get all that goodness. Um, it'll be printed on really nice 100, 100 point paper in a perfect bind format with the visible spine, much like a graphic novel. So you can yeah. line it up on your bookshelf. You can put it next to your other next seven. To the other volumes. seven, exactly. Um, so, you know, there's been a lot of books, I guess, written by G.I. Joe. So, what makes this the series a unique is the fact that it's information that comes from exclusive interviews with former employees who worked on the G.I. Joe brand. So you're getting mm. that in-depth peek behind the curtain. So it's, and, not and just a, it's, not just, it's not a fan thing of, you know, interviewing people who are fans of the property. It's people it's, who worked on the damn thing. It right? is, yeah. And look, I think this is so. I mean, the, probably the caliber. When you're talking these sorts of lines, this is the depth that the Joe fans kind of want to get in their yep. books. And I think it's really great to see. Um. Is it done? It's got, it's it's done. got the yeah. green light. It's, it's funded. It's, yeah, it's funded. Goal, yeah. uh, it's still got a few more days left on the uh, Kickstarter project after this episode goes live. So be quick if you're keen. But it has uh, exceeded its uh, Kickstarter goals. So it is 100% green lit. So back it with confidence and then go back and try and find the other seven volumes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like volume eight, this, this guy clearly must know what he's doing and there's that much information to yep. get out there to produce eight books worth of... Uh, bonus content, if you want to call it that, like that's that's an incredible amount of work. Um, who was the gentleman who's in charge of oh, this? Gosh, uh, hang on. But you think about it, right? Like in terms of the Joe concept, Joe is the first action figure ever made, right? So yep. the 1964 yep. Hasbro released GI Joes because yeah, they're they're doing dolls for boys, right? And mm. they don't want to call it a doll, so they call it an action figure. That really is. The it's history, the birth of it, right? Yeah. It's the birth. And so Real American Hero, 1982, that is the reimagination of really the founding action figure line in the history of action figures. And they've gone ahead and done a 400-plus figure line complete with every vehicle, if not the most iconic vehicle of all time being the USS Flag, right? So not to mention, you know, the movies, not to mention mm. the animated Sunbow animated series. So, they're, they're, you know, like in terms of you don't develop that kind of toy franchise yeah. without a lot of history and a lot of work. Lot of so content, you can yeah. probably, you know, go back and extract all this, all these stories, all these unproduced concepts, all the art. And the art on the cover is just beautiful. I can see uh, a couple of my favorites. There's Crystal Ball. Crystal Ball, that's a... That's a, that's a <laughs> Figure I need to get into my collection, but it's uh, it's, just, it's fantastic. So yeah, if you if you're into your Joes or you just want to broaden your knowledge on toys, jump on the Kickstarter and and grab your copy. All right, so now we're going to have a bit of a chat. We uh, recently, as Trent alluded to, we were sort of uh, a bit cooked after the uh, Adelaide Toy and Comic Fair that was a couple of weeks ago. Now, uh, so much so that we had to you know dive into the archives for an episode last week. But we're back. We're still alive. Um, gentlemen, let's talk about it. Yeah. Uh, how was yeah. the fair? Like, so I, I think we need to rewind got, the, you, the clock a little bit yeah. and just say how amazing it was to have Fresh and oh, Mitch yeah. come down, all the way down from Melbourne uh, to fly down. And uh, Trent, you picked them up from the airport at, um, you know, stupid o'clock on Friday <laughs> morning, Done, gave them the royal service, took them out for breakfast and everything. And uh, then, yeah, we caught up. For dinner on Friday night, that was fantastic. And then Saturday was just a, <laughs> was a whirlwind of oh, yeah. 
Let's tours. go and let's yeah tours the South Australian and, uh, tour. Let's you know go and set up. Hey guys, you know you're not do, you know, don't have anything locked in. Come to the fair and help us. You know yeah. carry boxes and things. And by help us, I mean get first pick and go through the boxes. That's well, right. there's that and, and, bonus, and just go. Hey there. Ben, you should put that over there. Like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make, making their own piles of uh, goodies and things. Uh, and then yeah, whirlwind of uh, you know showing casing them the uh, our toy sh- rooms and things. Uh, mm. Showing them at Adelaide, going out for lunch and things like that. We did podcast that afternoon, uh, that night, um, to which, uh, yeah, you can go back and listen to uh, the raw uh, version of that. <laughs> and then uh, Sunday was the show. And Sunday, what what a Sunday it was. Yeah. Uh, so I think I rocked up at 8 a.m. or something to mm. uh, line up and get our table ready. And uh, it was quite the buzz. Yeah. 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 So. It was wonderful. Like it was the whole weekend, effectively, between, you know, the, the, them getting in on the, on the, the Friday and then the Saturday and it was, you know, I said to Ali, I was like, oh, this is going to be a bit of a, I pretty much cashed in whatever favours I had. Just went, yep. this whole weekend is a write-off for me. I'm sorry, I'm not going to be a good dad because I'm not going to be here for like huge chunks of the weekend. So, but look, totally worth it. Mitch and, and Fresh had a, had a wonderful time. And I think the way we sort of structured it going to various people's houses and stuff, we all got a moment to, you know, we know them as these these personalities that we've been chatting to online for for the last couple of years. It was nice to, you know, I'm sure we each had a moment where we got to sit down with Chris and or got to chat to Mitch sort of just one-on-one and and really, you know, learn about the people we we thought we knew online. And it's different when you sort of, you're in that, you know, sort of much more personal space. So it was wonderful to, uh, to catch up with those guys. Fair itself. Um, I felt like the line moved really well compared to last year, which would have been a a COVID. Yeah, no COVID. No masks, that sort of thing. No masks, yeah. Ali uh, wanted to pop down with Jack at one point and sort of checking, oh, last time, I remember last year the line was, you know, way back at at lunchtime. And I think by 11 o'clock they'd they'd processed the line and gotten everybody in. So kudos to, to Brett and Sarah for, you know, streamlining and, you know, running running a good event, I think. Yeah, no, fantastic. Look, I just like to say a massive thank you to Brett yes, and Sarah. Yeah. Like the quality of show they put on, the quality of people they are just to make us feel so welcome, mm. you know, and, and as we said, th- those tables were gifted to us by Brett. I think that was just a lovely gesture because we were selling uh, Darren's collection. So that was just a, a really nice gesture and just felt really special. Yep. Um, it just felt like a, a really good day. We had a, a really nice prime set up there. Mm. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. We had, you know, a lot of people from the community come up and say hey. Uh, so that's always great. I think that's always like a very special part of that is to interact with the community and, and have a chat, catch up with some people. And it really, I mean, we've we've had a few fairs since kind of COVID has lapsed, but this is kind of the first real, you know, the nice one. one. No nice big one, yeah. no restrictions. Yep. Yep. Let's get out there and, and, you know, have a good time. So that was that was wonderful. Um, in terms of like the toys, really noticing it now in terms of the event that vintage is becoming more and more scarce. Or oh, yeah. when we say vintage, the vintage era of the eighties and early nineties is becoming harder and harder to get. And when you do see it, like we we had that interview with Fresh where we said, "Look, what what do you want to see?" And he's like, "Well, I'm not, not going to see it, but I'd love to see a vintage thirty thirty from Brave yep. Star, right?" Yep. And sure enough, there, there it was. was. There, there's a complete thirty <laughs> thirty. 800 bucks complete, yeah. but you know, like, so that's where you're getting to. You go, well, I found or, my grail item, but it's got a grail price. Or, or a Shogun yeah. Godzilla 
for a Ooh, thousand yeah, and wow. missing a fist, I think he was. No, 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 he actually he had, the fist. had the fist. He had okay. the fist, okay. yeah. My, my, my apologies. But, yeah, they so they're there. Just, Some just, of that just, stuff is there. Just to go back on that episode that we recorded that night before the fair, uh, I said I went to the seller and he said, you know, straight up put his hands up and said, no, nah, Ben, I've got no vintage for you and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, that's cool, man. I just also came to say g'day. <laughs> uh, so I had a good chat to uh, Justin and, um, you know, we got along and yeah, he said, you know, when, when we parted ways, he, you know, I was on the interpretation, no vintage type thing. He was bringing the more modern stuff. Well, he flipped his uh, dial when he um, the next morning because well, he, he got brought, home. He probably felt he, bad. Yeah, he brought a lot of vintage. He was the seller that had the Shogun Godzilla. He right. he brought the yep. Micronauts uh, General um, Commander to the show and things, which I you know happily bought off him uh, five minutes into the show. <laughs> and because it was funny, because we were lined up, our tables were lined up next to the window where everyone was lining up. There was a guy standing in line, watched me buy it, and then he, he just felt that sense of dread. You know, that, that it's one, all going. Yeah, that, it's that all one, getting sold. That one piece that he wanted, is, uh, he just saw right bet- before his eyes just be uh, stolen by me. So, you know. Uh, but, like, that's yeah, that's the thing, you know. Uh, and I think he did very well, uh, Justin, uh, from bringing his vintage toys, uh, you know, a lot better than he would have if he just brought his modern stuff. So... That's my two cents anyway. Yeah. So, Well, we saw it with the with Darren's stuff. There was obviously a, a really healthy mixture of, of vintage and modern stuff. Yes. And, and we say modern uh, classics, you could almost argue, are considered vintage these days if you look at the, the number of years, uh, certainly the early stuff. But the classics, which, again, ha- a bit hard to find, uh, certainly in the Adelaide market, we, we barely sold any classics. No. But the vintage stuff, vintage masters and what surprised all of us, the vintage DC, DC figures yeah. that we'd sort of largely written off, they were priced really, well, really priced well. To priced go. to go. Yeah. And we had guys rummaging through this two two or three tubs for like 20 minutes getting a shopping bag full of stuff. And I had a chat to one of the guys. He goes, he goes I've got a lot of this stuff on card. Yep. But the, with these prices, I can finally you know yeah. play with them. And you know the the most of them have got the accessories. He goes, "This is I'm having a field day," and yep. we will because of the positioning that Brett gifted us. We were sort of you know the second or third table you'd come across, and so he's like, he goes, "My budget's already gone, and I've been here half an hour." Like, <laughs> yep. you know, uh, there was this one guy that was almost shaking his head at the end, going, <laughs> "You've taken all my money. <laughs> yeah. I just I've, I've spent it all here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all gone." It was it was almost like. Oh, you bastards! Yeah. You've took. No, it was. It was kidding, we, of course. We, we but, didn't have him at gunpoint. I uh, know, but, but it, it felt was, like it. But that uh, look, and and that was wonderful because yeah, like we did price those DC figures to move. Like we had bags of three DC f- figures for ten. five bucks, yeah, yeah, five yeah. ten bucks, right? Yep. You just yep. get you know, and like you said, there were people spending a couple of hundred bucks, but they were getting a shopping bag full of these yep. figures, complete with accessories, good condition. So that was that was yeah, I guess the surprise, but maybe partially because of how we priced it. Mm. But, you know, there was a lot of interest in vintage masters, a lot of interest in just vintage, like, you know, Space Jam and all yeah. those sorts of products that, you know, even those Conan figures, those yes. big yep. Conan yeah. toy figures. Oh, they like, went, did they? A couple yeah. of those oh, went. Nice. Yeah, the, yeah, the monsters in particular. Some of the Ghostbusters stuff we didn't have yeah. much of, but that all went as that well. Went. Yep. So, no, it was, it was interesting to see what was there because I guess there was a time when I loved to go to the fair and, there were modern toys that I just hadn't been able to get and I was chasing. And you generally see them at the fair, you know, toys that are a couple of years old mm. or that were released and you kind of, you know, hunt them down. Whereas now that's not really what I was looking for. I picked up a couple of figures. We can talk to some scores. I only picked up three figures. I, I was very restrained. 
But from Justin, I picked up one of the real Ghostbusters um, haunted heroes or whatever it is, characters. It's called X-Cop. And it's basically a kind of maybe a Bobby-style policeman. And when you uh, press a a button or squeeze something, his face kind of flips forward and reveals a skeleton and uh, X-ray sort of, you know, chest... And then you can like extend R from Master of the Universe. You can extend his legs and arms and their skeleton nice. bones in the middle. So that was a really cool pickup to complete my or further on my real Ghostbusters toy line. And then uh, from uh, one of the uh, the uh, uh, comic thwats, com- comic yeah. thwats yeah. guys, he had a whole heap of masterpiece yes. Transformers masterpiece by Takara Tomi on on sale, and. I I got the um, MP uh, Wheeljack when he was very early released and he was in that sort of uh, the racing colours. So he's got all the branding from the, I think, the Alitalia. And I looked at this version that, that, that he had and it was like, well, that's the cartoon version. Yeah, like that, comic accurate. That's, that's yep. accurate. And so I've, I, I got that and I, re- I swapped him out. So I nice. transformed my other one into the car mode and put him in bot mode into my MP collection. And I also got a hound, which I didn't have. So, nice. oh, so yeah, yeah. hound from Masterpiece. So that was fantastic. So, yeah, they, they felt kind of vintage to me, albeit mm. they were Masterpiece, and getting that X-Cop was, was really cool. Definitely. Nice. Very cool. All right, for me, uh, I did find the Michelangelo little mobile yes. uh, car. Uh, <laughs> we Fresh that out, didn't we? was uh, able to hunt that one down for me and gifted it to me, which was such so cool. I picked up some GoBots from your mate that was selling the G.I. Joes. They are freaking awesome. Some very monster-esque GoBots, including um, VASP and, uh, yeah, I can't even remember the names. Um, <laughs> yeah, anyway, uh, very cool. Uh, the My big one was the Micronauts Commander, um, the, uh, Bar- you know, Force Commander, the white one. That, uh, I've, I've, I bought the black Baron Kaza from Justin years ago. And uh, now I've got the yin and the yang. So the white and the black, that's really cool. I'm, I'm still blown away by that toy was released in 1977. Like yeah, just, just insane. Um, Mitch gifted me a shredder mobile, like the little hot wheels one uh, sort of. Uh, so now I was able to then crack one open and have it, you know, race that around the, uh, the car, the, the thing. And also I got a um, laser disc, uh, fresh gifted me a aliens laser disc. They were which gifting is, out everything. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was, fresh that was going around with posters and all yeah. sorts it, of things. It was just like, here, you know, thanks for all the, um, the, you know, driving me from A to B. Thanks for looking after us, all yep. this sort of stuff. I, it's just so generous. And I, I just, I was lost for words on the day, just so overwhelmed by, you know, how many sales we'd done and everything. Yeah. And uh, yeah, just, just such a fantastical day yep. all round. Oh, it was. And, it's very um, special. Yeah, just, uh, just brilliant. Yeah, cannot, mm. cannot rate it high enough, you know. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I look for myself. I I went into it saying, "Look, I need to I need to pick up some more mutants for my Marvel Legends," and I I, I did that. I've I haven't put all of them up uh, on the shelf yet, just due to time. But I got a X twenty three in her uh, blue and yellow uh, Wolverine outfit. Uh, I've got Marvel Girl as she appears, or Jean Grey as she appears in the the Krakoa storyline. Um, what else do I get? Old Man Logan, uh, Cyclops in his red and black outfit. Um, but the the one that sort of stands out that is on the shelf, on the villain's shelf, just behind the Batmobile there, uh, is the ti- big green Titanium Man. Yes. Now, he's actually a Marvel Select figure, so a little bit more pricey. But that thing is, is 
you, if it was released under the Marvel Legends series, it'd be a builder figure. Like he's yeah, that big. He's huge. He stands head and shoulders above your your average Marvel Legends figure. Big green comic accurate. He comes by default with the the unmasked head. But you're like, I don't need to see that. You, yep. you don't get Titanium Man to see the man underneath the, <laughs> the helmet. So yeah, whack that on. Very very huge, um, huge figure. Very happy to get that from old mate Rick with his wonderful selection. Of Marvel Legends, and to your point, Trent, uh, masterpiece. I, I feel yes. a, a gap in my masterpiece as well. The uh, Sunstreaker. Now I had uh, Sideswipe for the longest time. I've now got Sunstreaker, his brother, to uh, sit alongside him. That was just one that, in that sort of car era, they were doing. I just never managed to, never managed to find him, or didn't never pulled the trigger. So it was nice to uh, to plug that gap. It's funny. I saw you at the well. end. Of the, I saw you get Sunstreaker, and I thought, oh, gee. I- I, w- I would have loved to have a Sunstreaker, but not happy with my two purchases. Yep. Got home to set up my collection, and sure enough, I had Sunstreaker already. <laughs> oh. So, geez, I was lucky I didn't buy a second That's why one. That's why you need yeah. a database, man. <laughs> know, you got to know you what, what you want. Uh, speaking of <laughs> gifts, uh, Fresh also gifted me a uh, one of the Diecast Metals uh, Supergirls. Um, still in the box there, which is uh, a wonderful uh, addition to the Supergirl shelf. And Trent, Trent referenced the posters that he was giving yes, out. Yes, vintage. There was a guy selling uh, vintage uh, He-Man movie posters yep. from, what is it, 1984? Seven. 87, 87 the yeah. movie was, you're right. Um, and they looked a little bit water damaged down the bottom, but he had a stack of 10 of them at whatever it was, 10 bucks each or something like that. And Fresh just sort of went, how much with a lot of yeah, them? And yeah. this was sort of in the last sort of hour of the fair, I think. And the guy realized he was never going to sell them all. He's just like, oh, whatever it was, give us 50 bucks for the lot. And then he was just dishing them out like the yeah, candy. We all got one. He, like, he came over to me and he's like, here, here. And, and as he got deeper into the, <laughs> um, got more the roll-up, more. The, the, you could see the damage yeah, was worse. Yeah. And so he gives me one, which is sort of towards the end. And I'm like, hang on, man. Have you got a decent one yeah, for yourself? For you. yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's looking Take at the, the three that he's got left in his hands like, oh, they're pretty wrecked. I'm like, no, no you have it <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, I'm yeah. I'm not going to be able to put it anywhere. And, yep. you know, so I'd rather you have it. than. But just that gesture of, yep. Uh, yep. you know, ha- he handing them out. Like, what a freaking legend. Yeah, so, so good. Uh, very, very cool. And, and like... Um, for all those listening, uh, we did very well for Darren's uh, selling um, Darren's stuff. So yeah, well, it was so. fun. I mean, like during the Frank had the card reader, so a lot of people wanted to pay on card. And yep. Frank was manning the card station, and then we would take cash. And and you, Ben, I think had the float, but yeah. I was, I wasn't handling cash. Mm. I had um, a selling a bit of stuff for Wayne, so I tried to keep that separate. So every time I got cash, I'd go over to these boys and, you know, you'd give them the cash and get some change and so forth. And it was getting to the point where, like, you just the wallets wouldn't close. Yep. Like, it's like, it was like that episode of Seinfeld with George Costanza <laughs> and the guitar lessons tab that just makes his wallet explode <laughs> because it's so full. It just felt like, you know, this, yeah. you were like, when you went to, you know, to have a look around, you're like, here, hold, hold, hold my, my wallet. wallet. And I've yeah. just got this brick. Now, what do yeah. I do with this? Yeah. So, yeah. no, that, that was fantastic. Look, it's no surprise we did well. Mm. I think we, we generally, like you said, the um, classics didn't really sell. And that, mm. you know, that you might have $100, $150, 200 on those sorts of figures. The fair does, you know, people do have money, but it mm. sort of caps out. And I think we, we, capped a lot of people like if we run that again with that same stock we'll pretty much sell that sort of same volume i think because the quality is still there like it wasn't that 
we sold all the good quality stuff. It was the, I think we we tapped out yeah. on on what people had. You know, there they was, just there's also only so much car space where we could get it all there. I, yeah. I would estimate there's probably still another. If we took you know what you would consider a hundred percent worth of stuff, there's still probably another fifty percent worth yeah, of stuff right. to to take there, and you know, still to be priced up and those sorts of things. So, yeah, there's uh, there's still still more to come. Yeah, uh, very very good. So all in all. Wonderful time was had. I look, and I just say, like, if you're listening and you can make this trip happen, and we know Matt Teal for yeah. his 40th has booked the mega toy Teal. <laughs> um, it's going to be another fantastic weekend, right? Because yeah. uh, he's going to come down, he's going to fly down, and we'll do the toy room tours again, that yep. sort of thing. So, yep. look, if you're listening and you do get the chance to get down to Adelaide, it is wonderful. It is a wonderful weekend or day you know you can make of it and uh just encourage you to to join in the the party atmosphere if if you can do it and yeah. and to you know anyone international as well you know like no, no i mean i'm not saying yeah. you i'm not saying you just come down for the fair but you know if you travel is now becoming yeah it's, it's getting back it's, yeah, you know if you're gonna realistic, we yeah. would we would do trips and you know, you tied into a San Diego and, and that yes. sort of thing yep. so based my whole honeymoon around yep, uh, the San, so right. San Diego yeah. So Action Trigger Adventure Season Three, anybody? Well, that's yeah, right. The yeah. Australian edition. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Oh, yeah. Get down. Yeah. Get down. And and also, I need to shout out while it's uh, still current. Uh, so Brett, the uh, host for the uh, show, he also teed up a toys and beer night yes. at uh, the uh, cinema. He um, hired out a whole cinema for us, and uh, we went and saw. The new uh, what's it? Doctor, Strange Doctor Strange and the Multiverse yeah. of Madness. Yeah, yeah. So we, we had a whole cinema to ourselves. There was about twenty five of us, also including uh, family and partners and things, and uh, it was just a fantastic night. So and uh, then kudos to him. Worked out to be about seventeen dollars yeah, each. Cheap night out. And yeah. he even had a with a he. I think he took an extra dollar off everyone, and then what went and bought a couple of uh, items that he gave away on the price. night. Yeah, on yeah. the night uh, by pulling out a couple of tickets and a couple of the um, people on the night uh, went home with a few Doctor Strange souvenirs. Oh, yeah. So that was just fantastic. We won't talk about anything about the film or anything, but uh, I think it's amazing. Uh, and yeah, just the fact that we're able to see it in a cinema, you know, with all friends and toy-liked-minded um, people was just amazing. So. And it was nice because, you know, you, when you'd hear those reactions, you go, oh, that's Scotty reacting yeah. to this bit. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, and then when someone's rustling the chip packet, you're just like, shut up, Davey. <laughs> I know that's you. Stop yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least he wasn't eating a whole roast chicken. <laughs> I mean, gee, Davey. Yeah. All right. Oh, wow. <laughs> On that note, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of Toy Power. We really appreciate your time and effort tuning in to listen to us talk toys and to all our patrons thank you so much for your ongoing chatter on the discord can i just shout out one patreon in particular yeah uh, just quickly uh old mate vertigo 79 he's been very patient with me i've had uh, some of darren's stuff meaning to ship out to him and look i i, I kind of let real life get in in the way I've, I've got a thing going on with my foot at the moment where i might have to have surgery and all sorts of crazy stuff and and i felt like you know we've sort of discussed off air some of the the pain of trying to deal with sort of local retailers and stuff uh no one at the fair we're talking about this is online stuff and i felt like that i felt like i was the guy who was consistently letting him down sorry mate i haven't shipped it off and he was just super lovely the entire time we actually there was a bit of a mistake with uh one of the figures that he'd sort of ordered and something happened we don't know where it ended up he ended up with a, a loose version of this figure so he did get what he wanted but he said look he goes 
I'm just happy that it's come from Darren's collection. I can help out his parents. You guys do great work. And he was just, I was really worried. There was a couple of times that he was, and well within his rights to get quite narky and angry. And he didn't. He was a lovely guy. So thank you, Vertigo. Um, you're a gentleman and your stuff shall be there probably by the time this episode launches. Lovely. That's Beautiful. it. That's good. We get there in the end. I know. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, it's a challenge. I've been trying to dig stuff out for people that have been hitting me up yeah. on, on, and it can, you know, this is not what we do for a living, right? right it's like, yeah. it's, gets in the way, but we do, do try. We'll get there in the end, right? Yeah. We'll, we'll sort you out one way or another. Hey, yeah, again, thanks to all our patrons for your support. We're loving recording on our new Roadcaster Pro. So that is very enjoyable. And, and for those times where Frank can't be here, us sausage fingered yeah. non tech heads <laughs> we'll can try. really. You yeah. press the big red record <laughs> button, guys. That's yeah. all it is. That's it. Just hit that big red button and we're all good. Um, yeah, stay safe, everyone. Stay well. Lovely to have your company. And uh, we hope to see you around the traps and the toy aisles. Take care. What else can I say? I'm just you, rambling. You, you want to end it on yeah, a high know. note like that? No, not really. And we'll see you around the toy aisles. There you and go. until next time. Good journey! You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram or have your say and email us toypowerpodcast at gmail.com Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome.